Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. This place mess. Little kids, like me. Ho, 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 hello. Stop talking about yourself. <laughs> Do you like what I did there? Guys, I'm Lee Campbell and I am exhausted. Santa has been, Christmas was the best, I need a rest, I'm still very full and I'm over my family. Tegan, yeah, how are you? I've put on at least 25 kilos. Um, <laughs> if you see a beached whale in your local area, it may be me, yes. Hey, but you know what? That means you're doing Christmas right. I read that the royals get weighed before and after Christmas Stop. lunch. Stop. Yes, I read it. I know. So the fact that our families don't do that to us, maybe we shouldn't speak badly about them. Wait, as a good thing or a bad thing? Like, are they meant to put on weight? No, I think that they're not, like, they're not supposed to overindulge. Oh, stop it. I know. This is This Glorious Mess Little Kids, Mamma Mia's podcast for parents with little ones under the age of five. Now, if you've got big kids, you might want to listen to Friday's episode. We drop This Glorious Mess Big Kids with Holly Wainwright and Andrew Datto on Fridays. And, of course, you can listen to both if you like because kids are confusing no matter what the age. So it's just four days until 2022. Tegan, that's wild. You would be excited because I know that you can't wait for this year to finish. Yeah, but you know what? I think I wished away the year before. I need to stop like <laughs> wishing away thinking, the years. You'll be like, thank year will God, be it's twenty eighty seven next yeah, year. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Honestly, and so look, we're in this funny week right now. Some people call it crimbo limbo, the twilight zone, yeah. or even hump week. I call it how many different ways can you eat the leftover ham week? Yes, or a tray yeah. of mango week. But you never know yes. what day it is. No. And the Christmas the best, cherries. Right? You know how like your auntie or your uncle gives you a box of cherries? Yes, <laughs> I know. And you just nibble on them for a and week. And by today you're like getting to the end of the good <laughs> leftovers and you're like, oh, I have to go to the grocery store. Yes. Anyway, either way, we know you're tired from Christmas. We're tired from Christmas, the end of year rush. And so we wanted to give you some practical advice with our dose of lazy laughter, really. So today we're sharing our lazy mum's guide to keep your kids busy over the Christmas break. And so you can actually have a little bit of a break. We have invited the hilarious Lauren Dubois, journo, writer and mum and very, very funny woman today to share with us her go-to activities that are minimal effort for you and maximum enjoyment for the little ones so you can have a relax. Plus, we're going to join in and share ours as well because obviously we're lazy professionals. (laughs) But for now, (laughs) let's dive into this week's Listener Dilemma. Now it's time for Listener Dilemmas. So this is the part where we pretend we're experts and answer your questions. So this one came in through the Mamma Mia Parents group and Ali asked, overcoming overwhelm and feeling foggy all the time as a newish mum. Before having a child, I was such an organised person. Now working full time and a mum of a two-year-old, I'm really struggling with overwhelm and feeling foggy all the time. My brain and thoughts often feel scrambled, like I've got too many tabs open. I'm struggling to remember anything unless I write 
write it down. Also, I feel torn between wanting to socialize with friends and not having the inclination or energy to do it. I feel like I don't have any spare time or the mental capacity to deal with anything anymore. Does it get easier? Do you have any tips? Oh, Lee, you've got a similar age. So hello. Do I have any tips? Totally. So I feel <laughs> that. And I also thought that period would probably only last while they were a baby and I'd get into the swing of things. You don't. It's just a juggle, no. I've got to say. So the sooner you realize that stuff's just going to keep piling up until you die, the better you're going to feel about it. But I do have some tips. I organize my life as a way to manage my anxiety. So I have quite a lot of tips. You need to write everything down. You say you forget it unless you write it down. I feel like writing it down gives me permission to let it go from my brain. It goes from my brain to my to-do list. I use a software program called Trello. I've tried them all. We use Monday at Mamma Mia and Nicole from HR. Hi, Nicole. Gets mad at me that I don't use Monday in my real life, but honestly, Trello is so, (laughs) so good. You can customize the boards and have to-do lists and reminders and all sorts of things. So I use that for my life. Also on iPhone, if you and your partner or, you know, whoever you need to help organize your life, you both have iPhones, you can share a note and then that other person gets an update when you have edited it. So that's our shopping list. If we run out of something, we quickly go in and write bread or whatever. And then that person, whoever goes to the shops can check the note. We've got other things in there like our shared passwords, you know, the password for daycare and all that sort of stuff. And then the other thing is, this is very unsexy. There's no sort of spontaneity, but we have days of the week. So for Saturday, it's the new towels and wash the towels. Sundays is sheets and wash the sheets. Every second day is kitty litter. So I just feel like if there's a schedule, you can't procrastinate as much. You know, sometimes we are hung over and forget to do the sheets or whatever or do them the next day, but we've pretty much got a, a schedule. And then my other thing I like to do is I put jobs on that quote unquote, do themselves first thing in the morning. So the dishwasher, a load of washing, the iRobot, just so that stuff's doing stuff while I'm getting ready. And I feel like I've really started the day with tackling five things at once. And then, you know, you hang out that washing, you empty the dishwasher, you do the next thing and you clean until you die. Tegan. I'm just like, I've got nothing on that. You are the organisational queen. You need to move into my house and be my PA. I've got so many more, but I'll stop there. But like, I feel extremely stressed and overwhelmed when things aren't organised. I've always organised events and my diary and things as a way of calming my anxiety. Yes. And I think as a parent also, so much is out of your control that that's why my organisation has gone to overdrive. So that's my tips. Teagues, what are yours? Look, mine was to write a to-do list, which you already said you do, but I can relate to her so much because my brain doesn't function the way it used to anymore either. So I even have to write a to-do list to write my to-do list because I'm like, oh, I need to remember to write down the things that I need to remember to do, but I can't even remember to do that. So I need you in my life (laughs) to come and reorganize it and live for me and just do everything because you had some really good tips in terms of like the house and like groceries yeah. and like oh I can't even get oh my yeah head that's we that. have like groceries I, delivered like I've got a set and forget order of all that bananas eggs milk that comes every Tuesday morning yeah. yeah all the nappies come intermittently toilet papers on a yearly subscription I literally just said to Michaela our producer before we walked in I'm like oh on the days that I don't have the kids I have so much stuff to do but then when I don't have them I can't remember any of it like I can't remember <laughs> what I was like oh I've got so much stuff to get done while I don't have them today and none of it gets done anyway. Well, Tegan, let's have a shared notes on our iPhones and I'll help you keep a to-do list. (laughs) Yes, no, because then you'll boss me around. (laughs) 
We are self-professed lazy mums. We are proud of it. Mm. And we know at this time of year, you're probably feeling pretty tired, overwhelmed, full, or just in a dire need of a little bit of alone time. So today, Tegan, myself, and the very funny Lauren Dubois are sharing our top tips and activities for keeping the kids entertained while you're hopefully on annual leave so you can sneak in a nap or have some alone time or even just scroll your phone and not feel guilty about it. Okay, Lauren, welcome to the inner sanctum that is Tegan and I's confession that we are extremely lazy mothers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) Now, before we get into our tips for, you know, letting mum enjoy the Christmas holidays too, how many kids do you have and how old are they? I have three. I have an eight-year-old son, a six-year-old, just turned six-year-old daughter, and a two-year-old. So. So you're a pro at this. You've had some time. You would think, (laughs) but I was thinking about this earlier today. And even though I have been doing this for eight years, I still struggle big time to come up with ways to entertain my children. Like every morning I wake up and go like, what, what, what can we do yes. today? How? <laughs> I'm glad you say that because I sometimes feel like I'm the only one. I'll see other kids play, you know, independently. And I'm like, why doesn't my kid do that? So the fact that, that you struggle too makes me feel much better. Well, that's also because you have a firstborn. My firstborn is useless at playing by himself. He <laughs> needs constant attention. Yes. But my third She's really good and I think that by the third they just get used to being ignored so they're much better at just going, well, I guess I better just do this myself. Oh, okay. no that's the so trick. Ignore yeah. them. Ignore okay. them. Okay. <laughs> it's called benign neglect and it's a real thing. Oh, my god! The gosh, more you it. ignore them, the more capable they become of actually just doing stuff for themselves. It's oh, like what we you. used to do with guys, you know, when we were growing <laughs> yeah, up. Treat a meme. <laughs> yeah. And we just start doing that with our kids. So Lauren, what is your first tip for all the wannabe lazy mums out there? How can we take a load off this Christmas break? Well, see, okay. So I have a bit of a theory. So we think it's hard to come up with activities and it's not. It's actually really easy. We could come up with a huge list of things that our kids want to do, but there are reasons that we don't do those things. And there are three reasons. One is it's too much effort like just to pack everybody up and get there and unpack and it's just too much. Yeah. The other is it costs too much. Yep. Like children's activities are really expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And three is I just don't want to. <laughs> like I, just, <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to do the things that you want to do. I'm sorry. Things like going to the playground. I know other mums love the playground. I hate the playground. Hate. Like, I yeah. hate it. It makes me angry just being there. So the trick is to just think what is it that I want to do and then turn it into an activity for the kids. So like say, for example, I want to sit and read a book. Then, okay, kids, we're playing library and I'm going to be the librarian. Let's go and hire out a book from our own bookshelf. And then we sit down and shh, don't talk. It's quiet because we're in the library. We've got to sit and quietly read our books. Oh, my God, that's genius. Yeah. (laughs) Just trick them into thinking, I'm doing this for you. I'm making this activity for you. It's fun. And the (laughs) other trick I have, it's the same thing when kids ask you tricky questions and you don't know the answer, so you just go, hmm, what do you think the answer is? Uh-huh. So where kids want you to entertain them, you turn it around and you make them entertain you. Mm. So, for example, for older kids, you can say, hey, kids, after breakfast, by this afternoon I want you to put on a show for me. 
and I want you to come up with a script, come up with the costumes, do the staging, but don't tell me, don't, I don't want to know. It has to be a surprise. So anytime they try to talk to you throughout the day, no, 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 don't tell me. I don't, don't ruin the surprise for me. And then in the afternoon they have to put on a show for you. That's oh my a God. good one. Lauren, That's you're a, great a one. bloody genius. They're mm. so clever. Well, I'm just really lazy. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> anything what we that involves all are. me not having to do anything and anything that involves me not actually having to be involved in it, that's my idea of a winner. That's oh a good one. I've actually just started. I feel like I'm taking a leaf out of your experience book, Lauren. My kids have just picked up on like chores and doing jobs. Yes. Like they are only two or three, so it may be considered slave labor or child labor. No, I'm not they sure. love it. But they really want to. And like now they're starting to understand the concept of money as well. So oh, one yeah. of my lazy mum hacks is pocket money. Like I'm talking a dollar, two bucks here. And like here's some windows spray, what oh, to go windows. clean the windows. Here's a vacuum, little duster buster yeah. or the broom you know look I can't say it's done accurately but it's definitely <laughs> cleaned at a discounted rate you know <laughs> you get what you pay for that's for sure but yeah I feel like they're finally at that age where I can completely put them to work you know yes for two I've done that for ages you send them outside with a bucket and a cloth and you say you look clean the windows and they think <laughs> it's the best fun and uh, you know, let them do it. Yeah. What else have you got, Teagues? I'm just writing all of this down because I'm just like, yes, this is my holiday sorted. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, my other like really crappy one is don't plate food. <laughs> Like, you know how you can get the strawberries and get your blueberries? You know how the blueberries come in the plastic punnet already? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. why do you need to replate that stuff? Like, I'm like, this is how it came. Here's the cucumbers in the packet. Saves you washing, (laughs) saves you having to clean the plate, saves mess. You know, just don't plate shit. Just pop it. Pop it in front of them. I just give him a whole punnet and he eats whatever the punnet is. Same. Yep. Just pop it out there. They can just eat from the trough. It's fine. Smart. All right. Well, what I've got is, because we're in that weird limbo between Christmas and New Year's, Mm. I let Alexander open all his Christmas presents, but then I hide 90% of them and hope that he was just too overwhelmed to remember. And then I wheel out a new Christmas gift every day. And I'm like, hey, remember you got this? And he's like, whoa, a train. Okay, see you, mum. <laughs> and then the next day, you know, here's your book. So he gets them all on Christmas Day, but he doesn't like get them. He can't them, play with them, them all. Yeah. No. I just let him like play with the couple that he's most overwhelmed with and hide the others and hope yes. that he forgets. It yes. definitely works. Yes. And then yes. my yes. other trick is I, under the table, pay his cousin. So my youngest niece, she's 12, I pay her $50 a day, but I don't tell my sister in law. So we stay at this time. <laughs> With my that family. is the most genius thing yeah. I have ever heard. Because then she plays with him all day on the trampoline, the water slide, all of the things. And, and he would be like, like, they always love big kids. Yes. He and it's like your little secret her. with your niece too. Yes. And she thinks she $50 must think you're is a million dollars. Yes. It is a million dollars for a 12 year Yeah. Yes. Her mum thinks that she's the best just for, you know, playing with Alexander. Everybody I wins. Yes. yes. Everybody <laughs> is happy. This is the brilliant plan. Oh Thank gosh. you. That's and my wonderful. other one, and this doesn't apply to everyone, but... Luckily, our daycare is open over the Christmas break and if you pull them out on the days they're meant to be there, you still have to pay. So I send him to daycare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously. If daycare is open, then yes. I be feel crazy a not bit to. guilty though because other mums that, you know, their daycares aren't open, they're like planning all these beautiful like family things to do. I'm like, oh, I'm shipping my kid off. Yeah. Don't feel I guilty don't because them. I always justify by what would they be doing at home? Sitting yeah. doing nothing at least at 
daycare, they're playing with other kids and doing yep. activities and having fun and being fulfilled and stimulated. Yeah, there's an actual curriculum and other children right. there. Yeah. That's what I reckon. So they're my tips to get through. The only thing I haven't worked out is like how to get through a New Year's Day hangover oh, with yeah. a toddler around. No, that's impossible. But yeah, <laughs> I'll report back. <laughs> Lauren, do you have any more great tips for us? Just don't go to the pool is my only tip. The, yeah. Like a public pool or your yeah. backyard pool? Oh, my pool? God, no. The public it's, pool. It's the worst idea ever to go to a public pool, well, especially if you've got multiple children because oh, ev- yeah. everybody's screaming, there's poo in the pool, everybody has to change every two <laughs> minutes. It always sounds like a fun idea and then you get there and you realise it's terrible, so just avoid. Avoid public pools. That's yeah. a good one. Lauren, you are wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you've had a good Christmas and we hope you have an amazing 2022. And you too. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. And to you. Recommendations of the week. Of the week. Yeah. (laughs) That was like a (laughs) harmony. (laughs) So my recommendation is in the theme of today's episode. Mm. It is about being a lazy mum. And so my recommendation for lazy mums taking their kids swimming or to the beach is long sleeve swimmers. So I put all my kids in swimmers that have long sleeves so that I don't have to apply sunscreen. Oh, that's smart. So, yeah, like obviously I still put sunscreen on their face and everything, but you know when you have to do like the whole bod, the arms, the legs, all that kind of stuff so they don't get so cold after going for a swim either. Like they've got like that little bit of extra warmth while they're playing on the sand or whatever. But Cotton On Kids is where I generally get my long sleeve little swimmers from. But lazy mum tip for you today, that's a hot one. That's what good. I got some good long sleeve from Best and Less actually, believe it or not. I'm the same. I do that oh. too and then I just make sure I put sunscreen on his neck and his face. I'm a bit lazy with the yeah. legs. Isn't that bad? I just think the legs yeah, no, aren't don't do as legs important. <laughs> well, my tip actually is very helpful along the lines of yours and also for summer. So Alexander's officially two and a half now, so he's extremely defiant. Used to love a hat. Now doesn't like a hat because he knows mummy wants oh, him to wear gosh. one. So we take a spare cap of riches to the beach and then I say, hey, daddy, do you want to wear this hat? And he's like, no, my hat, just because obviously he thinks he's not allowed it. And I go, oh, okay, you can wear daddy's hat. And then obviously I do it up as tight as I can at the back. It's not protecting his neck because it's so big for him. It definitely gives him enough shade at the front. And so it's just a clever little (laughs) tip if your kid doesn't want to keep their kid's hat on is that you trick them into wearing an adult hat. So he thinks he's so cool in daddy's hat. And I'm like, hey, hey, sucker, you had no idea I planned that. Yes. He's like, "Uh ha, mum, I'm getting my way. You're like, no, I'm getting my way. Right, I can still outsmart a two-year-old. <laughs> Winning. What the? What the? What the? What the? Parenting. Oof. WTF? Oh. What you got for me? The last few weeks, Alexander has been saying, "I want Emma," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, buddy." And has I'm he got like, another mistress? Right, and I'm like, "I don't know any Emma in his class." I'm scrolling through the daycare app looking for Emma. Who the hell is Emma? And then we're driving, and some, you know, the music was shuffled, and it was a Wiggles song, and he said, "Emma." More Emma, more Emma. And I was like, oh, the Wiggles. Because we don't really play a lot of Wiggles. Yeah. He is obsessed in love, infatuated with Emma. I had to buy him an apron with Emma on it. (laughs) Has he heard the news though? I said, buddy, 
she retired like four months ago. This is a bad <laughs> time to fall in love with Emma because now if we go see the Wiggles in the future, oh, he'll be like, God. I'm flipping tables. I want a refund. Where's Emma? But for some reason, I don't even know how he got exposed to her. I'm guessing school. But he is madly, deeply in love with the old yellow wiggle. I think we all are. I think we're sad to see her go. Mine is, so I've been cleaning out the kids' wardrobes, which I felt like in my soul I did quite regularly. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. every season I'd do a big clean out and throw things out. Mm -hmm. But the other day I did a clean out and the twins still had size one things in their room. Like they're in size four now. What was I keeping the size one for? Like what? I don't know. WTF. Like I'm certainly not having any more children. Banjo's not particularly interested in like pink floral numbers. <laughs> so what was I actually thinking when I haven't thrown them out in the last three years? Regift? No, because I always give away the stuff to my friends when I'm cleaning it. Yeah. What was I, I keeping I've it kept... for? I'm wigging myself out. Because I reckon he secretly wanted another one. (laughs) I have kept like a couple of key pieces that were like expensive gifts or like, so when I'm old, I can be like, here, Alexander, you used to wear this when you were eight months old. You used to wear this, yeah. Yeah, but I think you only need to keep like five of those things, right? Yeah, and mainly the ones I've kept are like the tiny, like when the twins were little preemie newborns, you know, I kept their like, you know, six zero little you know, onesies, but like, I don't want their dirty daycare one-year-old size stuff. No, throw that out. (laughs) There you go. No, you give it to a charity. Yeah. I always give to charity or to girlfriends with younger ones, but not like the trashed up stuff because no one wants a a spaghetti bolognese. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to this Glorious Mess Little Kids. You can follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you like us, you could leave us a review. That always helps us. And we love answering your parenting dilemmas. So email them to tgm at mamamia.com.au or if you want to leave a voice note, call the pod phone on 028999386. This podcast is brought to you by Mamma Mia and this episode was produced by Michaela Floriano. Have a great New Year's. We'll see you next year. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.